Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is Rose Unplugged. This podcast episode is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I am really excited to introduce you to my guest on this episode of Rose Unplugged. I met her a couple of years ago in California. She and her husband are the co-founders of Influence Church. It's in Anaheim Hills, California. They live in Orange County. They're wonderful people. I've had Phil on the podcast before, but I'm really excited to have his wife, Tammy Hudson-Pillar. Tammy, how are you? So great, Rose. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be on your show, and we think highly of you as well. You know, I really love, I, I remember you telling me about your Women of Influence, and you can check that out, by the way. My listeners can go to woi.today and find out more about this ministry, but it's a great ministry, and you really encourage women, uh, particularly in a spiritual way, but in all ways, too, to empower them. Well, you know, Rose, I've actually been an executive life coach for 25 years. And wow. as a woman of faith, I find it so compelling to help women understand the power that they have in God. We've all been wired with power. We've all been wired with dreams and capabilities and destiny. But believe it or not, some of us actually need really permission to pursue the things that God really called us to. So I do love to empower women, and I love to see what God has uh, for all of us. You've written so many books, I think, what, 11? Is this your 11th one? This, this is my 11th book, yes. Wow, girl, you're busy. Well, this one was of particular interest to me because I am fascinated by the subject. The title of your book is Fasting for a Change, a 21-day journey of discovering who God created you to be. That's saying a lot right there. And I know that fasting can be difficult. I've done it at times. I know that there were times that God has actually told me, you need to fast about this. And a lot of times it was just mm-hmm. for clarity of mind. But there are a lot of different right. kinds of fasts that the Bible talks about, aren't there? There are, there are. You know, let me just set the stage. I know a lot of your listeners I'm sure are very well aware of the idea of fasting. Matter of fact, if you're on the internet at all in any media feeds, you see that intermittent fasting is a really big thing today. Yes. And so a lot of people under fasting from more of the physical aspect and that there's all kinds of plans out there for intermittent fasting helps us to have uh, weight loss and clarity of mind and all the things physically. And I just want to set the stage that there are physical benefits to fasting. You know, one thing I coach, Rose, is that we are holistic being, that we are body, we are soul, and we are spirit. Mm. So I truly do want to affirm that I do believe intermittent fasting. I believe in physical fasting for my body. But my book and my approach that I'm taking this particular book is fasting for spiritual reasons. And I believe as just as the Bible tells us, Matthew, it it addresses a a scripture that's so good. It says, how be it this kind only goes out by prayer and fasting. And 
1721. And if your viewers or listeners are you know, know the Bible at all, and when the disciples came to Jesus a little confused because they're like, hey, we can't cast this demon out of this boy. What's wrong? I mean, you've empowered us to cast out demons from people. And Jesus looked and he said, this kind only goes by prayer and fasting. And I believe that there's things in our life that only come out or come forth by prayer and fasting. I believe that fasting is a supernatural, spiritual way to really see through in your life. Jesus tells us to do it. Yeah, he does. And Tammy, before we go on, we'll just stop here for one second. So yeah, Jesus actually suggests that this is something that you should incorporate into your life. And as you said, particularly if there's something that you are dealing with, something that's bigger than you. So how do you know, Tammy, when you are to start a fast and how do you know what type of fast you should do? Well, there's numerous times of fast. Again, I hope that your your listeners pick up my book, Fasting for a Change, because I walk through different types of fast. This particular book is this 21-day journey. I walk you through 21 different fasting stories in the Bible. And I really talk to you about all the different fasts, whether it be for clarity, as we said, breakthrough, whether it be for bondage or sorrow, whether it be for joy, mourning, Every one of these stories in the Bible, when people came to fast, because let's remember, fasting was something that the Israelites understood from the ultimate. It was part of their law. It was part of their routine and ritual. When we get to the New Testament, Jesus is beginning to teach. He said, when you fast, you need to understand your fasting isn't for rich routine. Your fasting is for power. Your fasting is for conviction. So for my particular, in my story, I started fasting many years ago because I just needed breakthrough in my life, Rose. I mm-hmm. needed God to do some things. Um, right now, I'm fasting for a, a family member that's going through some physical problems, uh, some real issues in their life. I'm fasting for that. Um, I started fasting with a girlfriend last week when the war broke out in Israel. So today and yesterday, we began fasting for Israel. And so when I fast, just come and tell your, your listening audience this, I'm abstaining from food. So let me explain this. Some people say, well, can't I fast from social media or can't I fast from Netflix or shopping? Or It's interesting, the word fast in the Bible, in the Hebrew, it literally fast means shut your mouth. In Greek, it means no food. So when the Bible talks about fasting, it's a food fast. The other things in your life that you might want to omit from your life those are great disciplines. Those are great things, you know, to say, I'm going to give this up or give that up for sacrifices. But that's not what the word fasting means. Fasting is a food fast. And the reason I believe that is because literally that is where you're going to, to feel it the most in your physical body. It's when I'm doing war with my flesh. Mm. So when I'm hungry, and like I'm on a fast right now, so my stomach's growling, I get a little weak. That literally, when I get the sensation, I need to go eat. My stomach's hungry. My flesh is crying out for food. I stop. I pray. I intercede. I go before the Lord, whether it be, as I said, for Israel or for my loved one or for a breakthrough. And I am warring through my flesh into a supernatural realm. And I really think only food can do that. I think I'm abstaining from something to receive power from God in another area. Didn't Jesus himself show us that he knew the importance of fasting and he did it for a very long time, but that was, that was an important moment in his life. So that we find that actually Matthew four and Luke Mm -hmm. four. So for 40 days, Jesus 
uh, fasted. And that's when he really received his ministry. That's when, of course, we know he had the temptation from Satan came during that time. So I love to tell people, you know, don't be surprised if some of your greatest temptations happen during your fast, because this really is you understanding the difference between your physical realm and your spiritual realm. These two are coming together. They are warring. But I will tell you firsthand, I have seen so many supernatural miracles, things that only God could do as a as evidence of my fast. And I do believe that the scripture, some things only happen by prayer and fasting are because God's trying to teach us. I have to release my flesh. I have to give up the things I want in my flesh. And I have to press in through prayer and the omission of food in my life to see God do supernatural things. We're talking to Tammy Hudson-Pillar. She's the author of Fasting for a Change, a 21-day journey of discovering who God created you to be. And of course, I'm sure you can get this on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Is that correct, Tammy? Yes, yes. And this is my third rose. Actually, three years ago, I wrote my first book on fasting, and it's called Fasting with God. And I walk you through 21 days of the Hebrew names of God. We know Jehovah Shalom and Jehovah Sikidnu. We know Jehovah Rapha. We know all these Hebrew names we've heard. And I walk you through 21 days, really intimately getting to know the name and the character of God. So every day you're pressing in to know who is God and what's the story reference of that Hebrew name. But I really wasn't done. After I wrote that book, God just really took me deeper through my fast, Rose. I, I took fasting a very serious and I started doing actual regular fast in my life. And so my second book was actually called Fasting for Miracles. And I walk you through 21 days of supernatural miracles in your life. And here at Influence Church with our church and our community here in California. And actually that book was written a little bit during that pandemic time. Mm -hmm. And we began to ask God to do supernatural things here in California, in our churches, in our state, in our government, in our homes. So we fasted for 21 days for miracles. But I knew I wasn't done. And when my publisher approached me and he said, I think you you have another book in you on fasting. Would you pray about it? I just kept asking God, what, what, what? And he spoke to me, he said, fasting for a change. Uh Because I believe if ever we need a change, Rose, it's now. Yes, it is. Both politically, you know, I know you've had my husband on and, you know, we love our country. We love our state, but we're at war and we need a change. And where does the change start? It starts with us. It, It starts with us understanding that we have to change. And as I coach people, so many people want to change, but they don't have the discipline or the desire to change. And so I want to walk you through how do I change? What does that look like? And can I really change? And I like, too, that you talk about discovering who God created you to be. And one of the things, Tammy, that I noticed when I fast is that, you know, because especially for women, you know, we're preparing meals for the family or our husband. And, you know, we're always thinking about that grocery list and we're thinking about food a lot. And we're not maybe necessarily us eating it, but food is on our mind a lot. When you eliminate that, I notice because I... I felt that I had so much more clarity. I wasn't thinking about food. I wasn't thinking about a meal I would have to prepare or getting groceries. Mm-hmm. And I was able to focus more or, you know, not even that I was focusing, like you said, whenever you would feel the hunger, then you would begin to pray. It's just that you're leaving yourself open now instead of clouded. Your mind is no longer clouded with all of these things. You're just kind of leaving right. yourself open for God to just really minister and speak to you. 
Yeah. Well, that's a great point, Rose, because we do live in, in a culture where food is such a part of our life. And uh, fast foods and restaurants and parties and everything surrounds itself around food. And so what I have found, because I have begun to discipline myself with fasting, I've, I, I think of things differently. So I'm not, um, I don't think of food as much as I used to think about food, but I had to recondition my mindset, my behavior, and really my, you know, my calendar around fasting. So I do, you asked a question at the beginning about fasting. There are numerous kinds of fast. We know there's what's called an absolute fast. Mm -hmm. And that would be where possibly you're not eating anything. You're just drinking water for maybe three days or seven days or 10 days or 21 days. And the Bible talks about different time frames for fast. But then there's what's called a partial fast. And that's what I particularly do. That's, I don't eat from sunup to sundown. So during the day, I drink water. I have a cup of coffee in the morning, but I, I'll be honest with you. I've had to keep myself busy when I'm on a fast mm -hmm. because I am hungrier when I'm on a fast. And I think it's just the <laughs> yeah. enemy trying to come with every temptation that's out there. I said the other day, it seems like my staff is always bringing cookies to the office of when course. I'm on a fast. Of course. By everybody's birthday party. And, but I have determined, I've made a decision, this is a spiritual commitment, this is a covenant, because I've chosen to do something. That's why I literally talk about the discipline of fasting, because it's a discipline. So I have to say, I'm going to be on this 21-day fast. I'm going to be on this 10-day fast. I've chosen. I'm going to get up in the morning. So I literally, just like you would maybe even a diet, you make a decision to say, God, this is my offering. So this isn't just something flippant oh, like for you know, this is an offering I'm giving to God. And I get up in the morning and I say, God, this is my sacrifice. Now I'm going to ask you for some miracles. I'm going to ask that you take my spiritual discipline of fasting. I'm going to pray that you take my heart and I'm going to ask that you do what I'm asking you to do. I'm going to ask that you heal my granddaughter. I'm going to ask that you take care of this war in Israel in Jesus' name. Protect these children. I'm going to ask in you. So I am making my supplication and my request based on my fast. I, like I am fasting God for this reason. So it just doesn't become this rote, traditional kind of routine thing. I'm fasting. Well, what are you fasting for? Are you really fasting for breakthrough, for miracles? Are you asking and contending with the God of the universe that has so much in store for you? This is your warfare. This is your weapon. You know, I have to say that once I'm into a fast, and I don't think that I've ever gone longer than three days. That's all I've ever done so far. But I can tell you that after the first day, the second day was so much easier. And I felt I made a breakthrough. And suddenly I was, yeah. I was so, and, and I remember one of the scriptures, I make sure that I look good. I'm not walking around, woe is me. I'm not eating. I haven't been eating. I'm fasting. I'm like, no, I'm out there. I'm happy. I'm joyful. And I, right. I really want to just be there. I want to be very, very present in it and not, right. like, oh, I'm, I can't eat that. I'm on a fast. Well, and you remember, that's one of the things Jesus condemned the Pharisees for. He said, you walk around these sad faces, moaning and groaning and telling everyone how self-righteous you are because <laughs> you're fasting. He said, go wash your face, put on some decent clothes and walk around with the joy of the spirit. So my fast is a personal fast. I talk about in my books, there's two types of fast. I believe there's individual fast and corporate fast. Yes. So for us as a church, every January, I lead our church in a corporate fast. Mm. So for 21 days as a church body, we fast. And various things. Some people fast up maybe breakfast or they fast a certain kind of food. Maybe they're going to give up 
sweets or coffee or so there are certain things I talk about all of this in my book and actually on my website you can find my books and I do fasting videos so every morning for 21 days I'm your fasting coach I meet you every morning for about 10 minutes and I fast you uh, I coach you through that particular day so there's a lot of accountability there but I tell people we're going to do a corporate fast find a body of believers that you can pray with and believe with find out what they're asking God for pray for their miracle and their breakthrough so there's unity in a corporate fast but then there also is a personal individual fast and there are things that I fast for that I don't tell anybody about right it might be something personal in my life or something in my family and I just I'm alone it's it's quiet it's my again I love those words it's my warfare it's my weapon I take that fast and I see that as actual a literal weapon that I am warring with principalities and powers And I'm saying you cannot have me. You cannot have my family. Maybe it's for your marriage. Maybe it's for your health. Maybe it's for a breakthrough. And you are literally bringing fasting as a weapon of warfare. And you're giving that as an offering to God. And you're holding fast to what you're asking God for. So again, in the books, there's multiple ways that you can fast. um, And I walk through all of the different biblical fast as well. Can you give out your website too, so that people can go there and follow? Yes. I'd love it. It's actually just my name, which is Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y. Last name is Hot Sinpiller, H-O-T-S-E-N-P-I-L-L-E-R.com. Or if you just Google Fasting for Miracles or Fasting for a Change, my website will come up as well, and you can get all of my books on Amazon. But I love it, Rose, because, again, I get to be your fasting coach, and I give you daily videos and all kinds of information. And just my goal is to help you be successful in your fast and to walk alongside you for 21 days. You know, can we talk about something, too, because one of the things that you mentioned when you were talking about what fasting does for you and we're discovering who God created us to be in this time of turmoil. And there is much as we watch what's unfolding in the Middle East. There is a purpose for each and every one of us. And Tammy, it is not by chance that you and I and the rest of us are here right now for this time. And I know that, you know, you talk a lot to women and your ministry has a lot to do with this as well. Women of influence. But let's talk about one of the women that we think of right away when we speak of women of influence. And I know you know who that is, Esther. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Esther, right. Mm-hmm. And she had to get well, to a point where she was willing to say, all right, you know what, if I perish, I perish. And nowadays, that's not so out of the realm of possibility. No. Well, you know, another catchphrase we all know from Esther is for such a time as this. So um, that particular story is is in my new book. It's actually one of the fasting um, elements for asking God for it in our life. And it's under faith. And I really believe that God um, used Esther in just a mighty way. If you go back to her story, they say she was probably anywhere from 13 to 15 years old when she came before the king and was presented and chosen. So we know she was just a young girl, maybe 16, 17, 18, maybe by that time when she had to actually take a stand and have courage and stand before this king and say, if I perish, I perish. And it was her uncle Mordecai who said, do you, don't you understand that you were put in this position for such a time as this? It was someone speaking life into her understanding. It wasn't just her beauty. It wasn't just, oh gosh, didn't I get to be the lucky one? No, God ordained her steps, just like he's ordaining our steps to speak up 
for such a time as this. And if I, I just want to shift a second because you and I met because of, of course, we know the stand that we've been taking with Reawaken America, yes. seeing America wake up and, and our stand for America. And, you know, one thing I will say, our church here in Orange County, California, has taken a strong stand ever since um, the outbreak back in 2020. We've mm-hmm. been very strong. Mm-hmm. And I want to just say to your listening audience, we have to choose to take a stand. We have to choose to say, I will fight for my country. Our country's not perfect, but our country was founded on Christian principles and conviction. And whereas, you know, we know that's one reason I've been fasting. We know what's happening in our schools today. We know what's happening in our homes today. I believe that this pandemic brought a spirit of confusion, of delusion, Fear. and of separation. Yes. And that is exactly what the pandemic did. And if ever we must stand, and that's, again, this fasting book walks you through these 21 days where I walk you through things like confidence, determination, courage, faith, contentment, leadership every day, because we have to be strong individuals. You know, we look back at how horrible we think things were in decades past. Let me tell you what, we're on the, you know, one of the greatest challenges in our lifetime. And for our future. And so I just think, you know, offer a fast unto God to begin to see breakthrough in your life. You just gave me chills because we really are. And to put a finer point on Esther, it was for only that that she was there really in the end. And so I think when we are fasting and we're as you take us through that journey, we need to be asking God, what am I here for? There is a purpose especially that we are here at this time. It's deliberate. It's not by chance at all, but it is, he has deliberately put us in this place at this time. And there is much for us to do, Tammy, and I know that you know that, particularly when we look at the signs of the times right now, and your husband talks about that in his book a lot. So I think it's essential. In fact, maybe now more than ever, we need to begin Mm -hmm. this fasting for change, change in our own lives first. Right. Right. Well, to your point about Esther, do you remember she came and she said, go and ask the people to fast for me for three days? So that was a corporate fast. She was inviting all of the Jews to come together and to fast. And here's what I want um, your your listening audience to hear. What God did, and I pray this every single day on my prayer walk, Rose, God gave her insight, wisdom, and revelation. And I wake up every morning. I'm an avid prayer walker. So the first thing I do in the morning is get up and I'll take off from my walk. And my first words out of my mouth, give me fresh insight, wisdom, and revelation. And that's what happened. Remember, God gave her strategies that didn't make sense. She came before the king when no one would go before the king unless they were called. You could die. You You could die. Even his wife could die. She would perish. Exactly. Right. Right. But she had a strategy. And I think God's trying to give a strategy. God's trying to give us some insight to things we don't see. Some wisdom that's beyond our knowledge. Some revelation of what's to come, which is what our faith is. So I really believe that when we fast, to your point, we've said this over and over, we get clarity. God shows us things that he, you know, the world would say that doesn't make sense. And God says, not on your watch, 
but on my watch. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love the story of Esther and that fast, or Daniel and his fast, or Nehemiah and his fast, David and his fast, you know, Deborah, her fast. There's so many passages on fasting where these men and women of faith came to God in a fast because they realized they had to suppress their fleshly tendencies and they had to press into a supernatural realm that went beyond anything they physically could do. Tammy, that is so powerful. And I really think now is the time for this. So your publisher coming to you and saying, I think you have another book in you on fasting. That was mm-hmm. that was from God too. That publisher really yeah. had, a, a, had was plugged in and knew what needed to be done. I think this is the book for, and, and this is the encouragement, I think, for this time. And, and we do need to fast. We really do. And so the book is Fasting for a Change, a 21-day journey by Tammy Hotzenpiller. And you can get it at Amazon or anywhere else that books are sold. And I would encourage you to check out her website because, you know, I'm on there right now and there's just, it's such a wealth of information and resources. And that is Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y-H-O-T-S-E-N-P-I-L-L-E-R.com. And you're just so lovely, Tammy. And I was so glad to meet you. And you know, I, I never I never forget about you, even though it's been a couple of years since I last saw you. I, I've thought of you often and I love your ministry. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you so much. I'll just say this. I know we're closing down. You know, let's really pray for a change. We know that we're getting ready to enter into a new election. We know that we need a revival in America. Uh, We know that there's a lot of confusion and we really need a supernatural touch from God for our country. Uh, I'll even say for our churches, our homes, our schools. So I believe your audience are are people of faith. Let's really see what God can do, both through prayer and fasting. That's wonderful. Tammy Hudson-Piller, author of the book, Fasting for a Change, a 21-day journey of discovering who God created you to be. Tammy, this is so important right now. So thank you for all that you've done. And thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate that. Thanks so much, Rose. Take care. God bless. Have a great day. You too, sweetie. Thank you.